again, beautiful beings, and welcome back to the Expand Podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, we are talking all about entanglement. What does it mean to be entangled with someone else, and how do you untangle the nasty web that all of us weave within interpersonal dynamics and relationships? So, let's dive into it. Entanglement is a really important concept to understand because essentially the best way to live in this life is unentangled. And there is a very clear difference between entanglement and attachment, but attachment is a concept that plays in with the concept of entanglement. So, in my opinion, from my perspective, entanglement is basically a web that all of us as human beings weave in relation to basically dynamics and relationships. So, I'm going to try and define it as clearly as possible. Entanglement is a vibrational frequency that is created when two parties are co-creating a relationship and one of the parties or both of the parties have a different concept or understanding or definition or motives within that dynamic. So I'll give you a good example. Say, for example, a couple gets together, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter about genders, but say male, female, okay, and they're together for three years. And now they're at the point where they're getting older and they're thinking about the next steps. Maybe that's marriage, children, you know, moving in, buying a house together, something like that. So they're thinking about these next steps and essentially they've really skirted around this topic in their relationship. They haven't really fully discussed this before, and I think both of them knew that they shouldn't discuss it because they knew that the other person wasn't in the same place. Okay, so <laughs> um, so when you get these two people together and they love each other, but one of them really wants kids and the other doesn't want kids, and they're not talking about it. This is where the entanglement begins, okay? Basically, the opposite of entanglement is like, there's really, I don't know, there's not a good word that I can come up with right now, but it would just be having a clean dynamic or a clean relationship, right? Where there's no other ulterior motives, where both people are showing up unconditionally in the present moment with no attachments and no expectations. It is extremely difficult to have this type of present, aware, uh, responsible, integral, conscious relationship with anyone, with friends, with family members, especially not with romantic partners and relationships. It's extremely difficult. It's extremely difficult to show up in this way for yourself in your day-to-day -day life. Right. Uh, I think the biggest aspect of having an integral relationship uh, with anyone, including yourself, is taking full responsibility over your own thoughts and feelings. Now, at the end of the day, we are human beings. We're going to have different opinions, perspectives, attachments. So there's going to be feelings and emotions that arise, and that's okay. But in order to avoid the entanglement, which really only leads 
to sadness, disappointment, you know, and those kind of weird, awkward energies at the end, the biggest way to avoid that is to constantly be authentically bringing up your thoughts, feelings, perspectives, opinions, emotions in the moment as they're happening. So, you know, maybe at the beginning of a relationship, you're like, hmm, I wonder if this guy ever wants kids. That's not something that you should just wonder about. That's something that you should ask about. You know what I mean? When you ask about that and you clear the air of whatever it is that's coming up in you within the relationship, then you're continuing to move forward unentangled, right? And that way your relationship is as free as possible. So, I mean, if we bring it to an example that's a little bit more professional and a lot less, you know, romantic and, you know, emotionally entangled, say, for example, um, you know, you're at work and you really want to get either a raise or a promotion or you want to climb the ladder somehow. And so you're doing all of this extra work, but you don't know if your boss is aware of the extra time, effort and energy and work that you're putting into it. So instead of just working your ass off and doing all this extra work and just hoping that someone notices and gives you that raise, before you even begin that journey down the rabbit hole of, you know, um, attachment and expectation and, and those kind of things within your own reality, you need to bring your boss into that reality. Um, And this way is actually a beautiful way to do it because you're also planting a seed for manifestation. So if you kind of sit your boss down and say, hey, I was just wondering, uh, is there a possibility for some sort of promotion for me in the next year? Um, Are you guys open to, you know, um, uh, giving me a raise, you know, within the next six months or the next year? Uh, I'm planning on putting a lot of extra time, effort and and work into this. Uh, Are you in a space to kind of provide that back? And if he's like, you know what, right now we're, we're, we're really, you know, on budget and we can't go over and there's going to be no possibility for that raise. Um, or on the other hand, hey, we're actually looking for, you know, an internal hire for a regional manager for this department and you would be in line for that. And these are the things that you could do for that. And you're like, okay, fantastic. Even just bringing it up to, to your boss will actually open the door for that boss to look at you in different ways to say, oh, yeah, wow, you know, they are really putting that effort in. Oh, yeah, they are really ready for this next step, and and I'm ready to kind of bring them into this, right? So it really kind of opens things up. At the end of the day, if you put in all of this extra time, work, overtime, whatever it is, energy, and they're not even in a space of thinking about bringing someone into a new position, then you're going to be, you know, ending with a lot of disappointment and, um, and perceived failure, right? Because at the end of the day, um, you know, you're creating a reality that is not in alignment with your boss's reality, or you're creating a reality of expectation that your best friend should call you at least once a week or check in on you, You know, you're creating that reality within yourself. Therefore, you are creating an entangled web. It's okay for you and your partner to be at different places, but it's not okay for either one of you to be aware or to be ignorant of those different places. As long as you're aware that your partner never wants kids and you want kids, then that's fine. 
then you can really enjoy the experience of that relationship as you have it and realize that one day that relationship may not be there. And that is the risk that you are willing to take given the knowledge that you have. If you don't have all of the knowledge of where that other person is at, then you're creating, and that person is creating, an entangled web. And that's not serving anyone. At all. And you know what? I would say probably 99.99999% of all of our relationships, myself included, um, even though I do tend to live a little bit more maybe aware and conscious without attachment and expectation, um, you know, all of us are human. All of us have emotions. All of us have attachments. All of us have these perceivable outcomes in our own reality. And most of us are scared to bring up these expectations with the person that we're expecting them for because we're scared that they're not willing to adhere to those expectations. So we're literally setting ourselves up for failure. When you live within expectations, when you live without integrity, when you live without taking responsibility, you are setting yourself up for an entangled mess of emotions and projections and attachments. And we're getting to this point where all of us are really waking up. We're getting to this point where all of us are becoming much more aware of the outside world as well as self-aware. We're getting to this point where we are so empathic, you cannot deny the emotions and the feelings that you're feeling from other people around you. And all you need to do is you need to bring that up. Whatever you're feeling, you need to bring to the surface. It doesn't make sense for you to be in a romantic relationship and to literally hold anything back from your partner. You are co-creating a dynamic. You will not be able to co-create a dynamic with your partner if you are having ulterior motives or expectations that go beyond your partner. And most of the time, if you dig deep enough, you will fully realize and understand that you knew the entire time they weren't on the same page as you, you know? And that's where the responsibility comes in. Taking responsibility for the way that you feel by presenting those feelings and emotions to the person that you're co-creating that relationship with. Straight up. Moving forward into the fifth dimension vibration, moving forward into this new year, this new energy, this new, yeah, this new world that we're all creating consciously, we can no longer live within relationships that are derived within entanglement. It's a lot of extra energy and emotion and attachment and projection that you literally just can't afford to be wasting. All of that energy and vibration and connection should be spent in an authentic manner of, wow, I really love being with this person. That's it. Nothing else. Like fully accepting that person for everything that they are rather than expecting them to be anything else. Entanglement only creates disharmony. 
Now, the tricky aspect of this is if you are on one side of things, maybe you're being, you know, real and authentic and and open and honest and a lot of more masculine energies, I think, are honest in a way that they're like kind of straight to the point and it can be quite painful for their partners especially of like this is how I feel or this is the way it is or like blah and female energies are more so emotional about it like hey like when you do this this is how I feel or like I feel that maybe you're you're thinking about this thing in this way but I don't think I don't think about it in that way like let's talk about it you know and so when we're really thinking about these entangled relationships, we need to uh, think about the dynamics on both ends of things. It's easy enough to say if you have ulterior motives or attachments or expectations within yourself, then you can be open and honest and you can let that, that person know. So that's pretty, like, pretty straightforward. That's pretty easy. Like literally just be open and honest, be communicative you know, be responsible with your emotions and feelings. It's not bad to have those emotions and feelings, but you need to let that person within that co-creation dynamic in on those feelings. Now, on the other end, if you're being transparent and honest and authentic and, 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 you know, full of integrity, but you feel that, say, your partner or your best friend or your boss is not living in integrity or responsible, or they have expectations, attachments, or ulterior motives on you, how do you navigate that? And that's a tricky one, right? Because in the sense, you can't necessarily usurp their um, free will to say, hey, I know that you're thinking about something else. And for me, personally, as a psychic, you know, it's hard not to call people out on their shit, because I see it for exactly what it is. The, the hard thing is for me is that people don't see it even when I do call it out. So I just don't call shit out anymore. <laughs> you know, it's not my responsibility to make them aware of that. However, if we are co-creating a dynamic together, then I need to let them know that where I'm at. And, and by letting that person know where you're at within that dynamic, then you are opening the door and allowing them and providing them space to let you know where they're at, if that makes sense, right? It's not your responsibility to call them out on their ulterior motives or their own emotional entanglement, but it is important for you to be aware of how you're feeling based on what they're projecting and to basically be open and honest with them and provide them the space and the room to be open and honest with you. And at the end of the day, if you want to say, hey, this is kind of like what I'm feeling from you. Every time you bring this up, like I feel this awkward energy or whatever. Like, is there something there that you that you want to say? Like, is there something more that that's going on in your own mind? That's okay too. But I will just say that in a romantic dynamic, and I see this all the time with my clients, in a romantic dynamic, when the woman especially calls her husband out on something, the husband feels attacked and threatened, and especially his ego gets a little bit hurt, his pride gets a little bit lower, right? And he will definitely not admit things at that point in time, you know? And then it's like, do you continue to nag about it? Do you continue to push the topic? Or do you let it go and just move on and allow him to come around? 
Once again, it's not about calling that person out. It's not about pushing them into awareness or pushing them into telling the truth. It's honestly, straight up, it's about you being open and honest and telling the truth. So a good, another good example that I've dealt with with uh, clients before is when one client or one, say, you know, male, female, husband and wife, when the husband is cheating on the wife, okay, and the wife, obviously empathic, knows what's up, there's something up, she doesn't know exactly what, obviously fearing the worst. So in that kind of case, instead of the wife going up to the husband saying, I know what you've been doing, or what have you been doing, or, you know, tell me what's going on, or whatever, right? So that's, that's the energy coming uh, from the male's perspective. That's a bit of an attack. It's not really, but it's, it feels that way for the male, okay? And he shuts down even further. So the best possible case is for the, the woman, for the wife, to go up to her husband and say, hey, I just want to let you know that <laughs> I took the credit card and I went shopping and I bought a bunch of stuff that I didn't need and I just wanted to be really open and honest with you because I just, you know, I've been feeling that we're distance, distancing ourselves uh, from each other. And I don't know why this is, but I've, I kind of felt guilty about that. Or, you know, whatever it may be, whatever that truth may be, that 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 woman is unwilling or has been unwilling to tell her husband. The second that you're open and honest to your partner, it's kind of like the subconscious guilt trip that you give them in this weird way. It's like psych, uh, reverse psychology. It's like, I'm going to be super honest and open with you because I want this relationship to work and I want us to be on the same page. In a way, they're forced to be open and honest with you in order to rebalance the relationship. And if they choose to continue to stand in their ego and attach themselves to pride, then that might just be a separation within that dynamic or relationship. And, you know, these are just romantic relationship examples. But, I mean, I can come up with a million examples between friends, family members, you know. Um, it's like, oh, well... Uh, my dad wants me to be this kind of person and I'm not that kind of person and I feel this awkward energy every time. Stop suppressing yourself based on someone else's projected, entangled, you know, want and need for your life and literally start just living your life. They're either forced to run away or they're forced to harmonize with where you're at. Or if it's really ideal, you can both sit down and talk about it at an open level and say, look, this is just who I am. You know, I'm not going to change. You're going to have to accept me. Or look, like, I really want kids, and, like, I know you don't want kids, or whatever it may be, right? Friends, family members, romantic partners. Just understanding that we need to clear all entanglements at this time. Once again, you will be unable to fully move forward with the entanglements that you've created. So what I want you to do, I don't know if you're you know, driving to or from work, I don't know if you're sitting in your backyard, I don't know if you're going for a jog listening to this, right? Um, but whenever you get a chance, I want you to write down a list of all of the people in your life who you feel entangled with. And 
I guess the number one energy that I could kind of say about the, the entanglement and these relationships is any relationships where you don't feel clear, any relationships where you feel like there's something else that needs to be talked about, but you don't maybe necessarily know what that thing is, okay? So entangled relationships. I want you to sit down, and I want you to go a little bit deeper with each of these people on this piece of paper, and I want you to say, well, how am I being entangled, right? Uh, and, and looking at what is my um, perception, opinion, attachment, expectation on our relationship, and what is their perception, attachment, expectation, emotion on our relationship, okay? So it's important that you're just kind of aware of that. The second that you're aware of it, you will be able to untangle that web. And it's, and it's possible to untangle the web. The best thing to do is to untangle the web together, to be as open and honest as possible. And I guarantee you that if you're feeling kind of weird and awkward about something that's unspoken in the relationship, that person will also feel weird and awkward about something within that relationship. And they're not going to be the first one to bring it up. So you're going to have to. And I'm sure that they're going to actually be relieved that you are. Because anything that, that is disharmonious, any sort of relationship with another human that you're creating where both of you have different perspectives on the relationship or different perceivable outcomes on the relationship... That's going to create awkward energy. It's going to create disharmonious energy. And guaranteed, both of you are feeling it at some capacity. And it's important for you to step up, be the bigger person, and clear the air. Because you are the one who is full of integrity and full of responsibility. And if that person cannot handle the detangling of the entanglement, then maybe it's time for some healthy boundaries. Maybe it's time for you to step away. Okay, so I think I, I think I said everything that I needed to say about entanglement, and um, hopefully that kind of all made sense. I know it wasn't necessarily as structured as some of my other podcasts. It was a little bit entangled, if you may, if I must. Um, so hopefully this kind of gives you a clearer perspective on entanglement and people in your life and how to deal with these kind of people and these kind of dynamics and even the dynamics within yourself. Do you have your own expectation and attachments on how you feel like you're going to be ending up in life? time to detangle that and just be in the present moment at all times okay sending you all good vibes lots of love thank you as always for tuning in to my podcast i will be back next tuesday with another epic topic keep up the good work keep up the high vibes everyone uh, have a great rest of your week and please check out some of my other channels youtube instagram facebook i'm constantly putting uh, information out and new videos every single week. Until next time.